Black Sports 980. It's your boy Laws in the building. It's the Christmas edition. Y'all here. Got uh, D with us, Ryan with us today, Shaq Daddy, and we got the Whisper, <laughs> aka Earn. <laughs> so, we're just going to get into it. Last night it was Monday Night Football, so there was a game last night between two teams that really don't matter. They're not in a playoff chase or anything like that. It was between the Saints, New Orleans Saints, Drew, Ble- Drew Brees, and Sean Payton and them trying to get a W at home versus the Detroit Lions. And the Lions ended up winning 35-27. Um, there's no surprise here. I thought the Saints would, would pull it out, but unfortunately they couldn't. Um, any thoughts on the game? Anything anybody want to say? I think Drew Brees broke some record or something like that, but I haven't, wasn't really following it. Any news, notes on the game? Nothing. I just... Yeah, Bama's don't care about the Bama's no more. Uh, Sean Payton, if he if he's available, uh, if he's available at the end of the season, do you want to measure head coach? Not on my team, no. I was gonna say the reason why I didn't want Sean Payton as a coach because you already had Sean Payton. He was our old coordinator when Jeff Foster was the head coach. So you're already kind of been down that road already. It doesn't make sense to do that. We need a fresh, oh, okay. new mind. So it doesn't it doesn't make sense for us to get Sean Payton. Yeah, only 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 a Giants fan could tell you that because bro, I don't remember that, John. I might have been nine years old. So moving ahead, Charles Wilson. Uh, he's retiring. Said he's retiring after the season. This Bama has been just a great football player. And he's definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, you know, we're just taking the time to just reflect on his legacy. And the fact that he's, what, 36 years old, still playing? Is 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 unbelievable. Unbelievable. At a high level, too. Uh, shout out to Craig. I know he's size because, uh, you know, the uh, Oakland Raiders have, have actually been a, a decent football team this year. And Charles Wilson has been a catalyst for them winning you know, a lot of those games, you know, he picked off Peyton Manning. I mean, even though Peyton's some trash now, but still, I mean, Charles Wilson's career is just, it's been a stellar career. Uh, any thoughts on Charles Wilson? I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him as the greatest cover corner of all time. Not to, not to diminish what he's done in his career, but Dion's numbers are not going to show everything that Dion did in the field. People were actually scared to throw to Dion's side. So, of course, his stats are not going to be as good as Charles Woodson's. But the dude, I mean, he's still, I think he, what he has, like, so many, he's like four or five interceptions this year. Like, fumble work. Yeah, he got five. He's killing it at, at that safety position. And now you see, like, D'Angelo Hall kind of doing the same thing in his late, in his career, where he was a, a cornerback that moved uh, the safety. And it kind of works with those guys because, they're not as fast and as athletic they once were, but they still have the football mind to play the game. Right. I think that's what Wilson is at. I think D. Hall is kind of like going down that same path. Not that he was as good as Charles Wilson, but just right. in terms of what he Ball hawking ability. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. He's always somewhere around that ball, man. So I gave him his props. Definitely first first ballot Hall of Famer without a, without a doubt. 
Nah, Lord, only thing you need to do is stop wearing them baggy Steve Harvey suits when you be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> first, first battle Hall of Famer in my book, too. Shoot, uh, bro. Dion be wearing them But D, but Dion, you know what I'm saying? He like kind of like Ray Lewis. Like they get their own special tailors and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm gonna give him a pass. But this Bama, he had to like, I'm like he got drafted in '89 type suit on. I'm like, oh, <laughs> gotta gotta upgrade, bro. Gotta upgrade. But you know, like you say, young they they got ball hawking skills. You know him and. uh uh, D Hall, they they just ball hawks, and and that's allowed him to, you know, extend his career. After he had the leg injury, John Bama thought he was finished, and he came back from that. And you know, I mean, he, he's had a great career. So shout out to him, you know, salute to uh, Charles Wilson. Um, you know, this Black Sports 980, so it's always good to big up one of our brothers who out here is still cooking, still frying. And uh, you know, I just hope he can make it through the rest of the season, you know, you know, without any injuries or setbacks, and just kind of walk off into the sunset. Uh, not with a Super Bowl ring, though. You're not gonna get that, but still, just having a, a great career. Uh, so now that we got past the prelim prelims, now we're gonna get into the real. This is this this is what we've been. I, I, I've kind of been salivating on talking about all day talking about it yesterday. Sunday was a hot topic. Of course, everybody knows Odell Beckham, Josh Norman, that whole situation. Uh, Odell Beckham, he he got suspended by the league for one game. And, I mean, do y'all think he, first, first of all, the what do y'all think about the Odell Beckham, Josh Norman, whole the whole game? And how did you did you think the jump was out of hand, or you know what are your thoughts? Since this is your squad, this is this is your team, D. I'll let you get first dibs on you know the whole situation. I ain't gonna say too much. I talked about this so many times this week, and uh, Odell, this is it. These these new guys are very sensitive. Let's put it like that. And it doesn't take much to set these, these new guys off. They ain't, they're not they're not the same way like they are back in the day. You say something, then they just go off. I mean, the, this is my biggest problem about the situation. Josh Norman leading up to the game, talking all this trash and everything, yang yang. Got burnt. You know, Dutch out in the past. But then he body slammed him on the ground well after the play was over. And, and Odell had his hands up. He got... Scott Steiner belly to suplex on the ground. <laughs> Nothing happened. And then that joint just started like a downhill spiral for Odell where he just, after every play, he made a point to just take a shot at Josh Norman. And it's like, it was another play where he tackled Odell and then he made a point to like squat over his head with his with his crotch, like on the back of his helmet. He, he was doing a little dirty stuff too, but they, they're, they're putting it all on Odell on that one hit, which, he shouldn't have done. He shouldn't have, you know, spared him in his in his air hole of his helmet. But no, everybody's trying to make it seem like Josh Norman is the victim, like he's innocent in this whole situation. And to me, when you start something dirty, it's gonna escalate to something like that. And, it's, it, and that's the that's the part I don't like. Where the you know everybody say, oh, oh, they're acting like a little girl, yada yada yada. Okay, but if you're on a football field and the Bama body slams you, what you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? So that's just my whole thing. It's just taking out the context, and of course, with Odell doing trickle toes and dancing and stuff, Bama's just, <laughs> <laughs> just so so. Feeds, feeds into that even more. 
So should they should they coach have benched them in the in the correspondent like throughout the game? Like, you know, Tom Coughlin came out and was just like, I didn't bench him, like I didn't take him out. And basically I could I could hear through like the white the white man rhetoric, like you basically was saying like the Bama's vicious and if I take him out, we don't have like we're gonna lose. Like he's our best offensive player on the squad. Like I'm not taking him out. Like we wanted to win, and he said that he was like we wanted to win. So, but I mean, like you saw the jump escalating. Would you have taken him out and like like pulled him aside and hit him with the like, you know, chill out. I need you to stay in the game, focus or whatever, whatever. Because it seems like Odell just do what he want to do. Like he just. I feel like Coughlin not taking him out resulted in that suspension. I feel like if Coughlin would have taken him out, then maybe the league wouldn't have um, given him that one that one game suspension. But it seems like, uh, like you were saying, like Odell does what he wants because he's the best person on the team. So, um, I mean, I, I feel like he may not have gotten suspended. Yeah, maybe like a drive, like sit him down for like a drive, just to let him get his head. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Sit him down, cool. Because the thing that was killing me, I was shocked that Coughlin didn't even go to him, step to him, and we don't have a real like vocal leader on that roster. So no one was able to really like talk to Odell or step up the positional coach. And, oh. and he wasn't doing a good job. They should have just sat him down for a drive. Let his head like like let him calm down and then go back on the field because it was obvious in that fourth quarter when he stopped doing that foolishness after he spared the Bama in the helmet, like Goldberg spared the Bama, then then he got back to the old like Odell. You know what I'm saying? And it took, yeah. it took that for him to get back to his old self. Like, so if he was sat down earlier, it would have never gotten to that hit that he, when he hit Josh Norman in the helmet. It would have never gotten to that. Yeah, yeah. That, that that game was like, I mean, from from start to finish, you could see it like continuing to escalate. And like the referees, they didn't have a hand on the game. They were just letting this stuff go crazy. And I mean, clearly they were just like, you know, I don't know if they weren't prepared or they didn't like know how it was gonna go down. You know what I'm saying? But the jump was reckless, and you know it's, it's reported that you know Josh Norman or some of the some of the Carolina Panthers were like making like gay slurs, saying he got uh, you know sugar water in his back pocket. And all this, talking about, talking about uh, oh the hell, like you know saying he had sweet water and all like this, right? So you know naturally, if you if you you know if you're saying that to somebody like. They gonna like be on edge, you know what I'm saying? And so I, I don't know why they didn't see this coming. And I think I saw this coming a mile away. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real, I'm surprised they didn't get the wrecking on the field because the way he dove like Santan bomb off the top rope, like at his helmet, and tried to like paralyze. He really tried to paralyze Josh Norman when he dove at him. And if he would have paralyzed him, like in, you know what I'm saying, knocked him out, like then what? Then what? And Josh Norman, after that, I mean, Jim was good. It was dirty back and forth. The, the suplex, sloop, uh, suplex slam, the uh, the spear, the Jim when when uh, Odell like tried to like like back, like throw his head back, his helmet back, and like clip him in the lip, like ah, all that. It was just it was too much, and. Nobody stopped it. Like team teammates was just letting it go. They were like, "Oh yeah, they just they wrecking like let them wreck." Like you know, it, it, and, and that this was bound to happen. So I feel like the league is trying to go back behind themselves and clean up after they let this mess because it's their fault. You got the whistles, you got the flags in your hand. Y'all could have easily stopped this. 
you give two 15-yard penalties, and then the Bama's got to chill out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be hurting the team, but they just was, you know, letting it go. They was letting it go. And and that that's what happens. So now they're trying to suspend Odell. And I think, to be honest, if you're going to suspend Odell, you should suspend Josh Norman, too. Like, they both were were responsible for this whole debacle taking place. I was kind of shocked that they suspended him because they just flexed our game to the Sunday night game against Minnesota. So now you can't even highlight the best player in the game. That means like, you're going to get a pick. Yeah, I mean, because it just seems weird. How do you promote that game without Odell? You know what I'm saying? And they flexed because, yeah, so it's just, I don't know, maybe they, but see, the thing is, if they, if they appeal it and he does not. Yeah, he's appealing yes. it tomorrow, they said. So they, I think they're trying to time the appeal so that he has to play. And it'll go on to next week because this game is also super important for your chances to make the playoffs. So Very important. He's got to, I think they're right. just trying to time it so that he can still play and then get the appeal. If it doesn't go through, at least you guys just played the game already type thing. Yeah, you know how to league. League, league about that money. At the end of the day, they bought that bread. They ain't really about disciplining Bama's. And and as we go through, we, we gonna see. But I, I I really find it hard to believe that they gonna keep him out. They flexed it to the Sunday night game. They gonna they gonna let him play unless they just uh you know gonna put the cheat code in for y'all and just let y'all beat Minnesota and just keep it moving. I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. There's another problem I have with the league too. How you gonna find a man 54k and then suspend him? Like to me, if you gonna take away a check, then just suspend him. But don't, don't find him and then suspend him. Like to me, it should be either or. But you, you know why they did the league. This is the, this is the league. The league does the same thing when they had a domestic violence show with a uh, Ray Rice. It was like, oh, whatever, whatever, and it was all soft in the jump. But then when the video came out, then they was like, oh, ban him from the league, get him, excommunicate. Like they just, that's how they operate. So in a situation like this, they didn't, they didn't anticipate it getting crazy out of hand like this. And these bad men slap boxing on the field. So now that they're trying to go back and like fix it all, they're trying to find, they're trying to come down because it's a bad look for the league. Everybody's watching it. You know, now you have a new demographic of people watching the game. You got women because you've been like, you know, trying to big up the women and get them interested. So now they're seeing this. I'm trying to figure out where the, where the letters at. You know what I'm saying? Coming for these dudes. Cam Newton scored touchdowns and dance and these Bama's wrecking. And, you know, it's just, I, I, the league is is just, uh, what do you call it? Um, hypocrites. That's it. They're just hypocrites. I mean, it's nothing new. So we'll we'll see how things things play out. You know, we'll see how things play out. But I, I feel like I feel like Odell is getting a, is getting a bad rap because, you know, there's been videos come out of him and he you know, he you know, he danced with a little sauce, you know, so <laughs> you know, and some but people the, just don't I bet the one thing is though about that dancing. Not to like try to defend it, but and the, and the, and the kill couldn't probably attest to this as well. Bama's in the Caribbean. That's how they dance all day long. Like that's how men dance in the Caribbean, like culturally. It ain't like how it is up here. Where you just sit there, you just take a little, you know, take some tail. You just try to ride the jump, like. Yeah, it ain't no two stepping. Ain't no two stepping in the Caribbean at all. Yeah, ain't, ain't no, no two stepping. You getting down? Yeah, Jokers is winding that thing up, bro. So I'm just saying, like. 
fucked up, but he he like diving into the arms of other dudes and like with no shirt on and just like hugging them and it's like, yeah, and they like switching their hand and then he like grabbing his foot and leg and like like bringing them close and then like pushing them out. Like the general just look, it just look a little unorthodox. That's all I'm trying to say. I don't know. I don't. I don't have nothing against his, his. You know, what I'm saying his preference either way. But I'm just saying he's like a little unorthodox to me. You know, and maybe it's just the new generation because the new generation they do things differently. Their music is all like you know they got their dances and stuff like that. But you know, and we from a different area, different generation. So I can't like I can't relate. Like you know what I'm saying? I can't. I. I, I yeah, it's like a disconnect. We weren't doing you know? that. We weren't. We were not doing that. Yeah, we wasn't doing that. We wasn't carouseling and like spinning and dosy doing with our brothers. Like, you know what I'm saying? We wasn't doing all that. So, like, I mean, that's just the it's, culture. It's, defi- it's definitely this generation because you see people like oh, everything about now is about doing dances and routines and stuff. Like, dudes go to parties and they don't dance with girls no more. They dance with their boys because they're in there doing dance routines and stuff. Stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. I don't. I, it's the it's the new generation, man, and I and I just you know just I just the disconnect there. So, but as far as like his his, his on the field play, Odell Beckham's hands on ninety nine. Like I, I mean, the drop was uncharacteristic, and Very. to me, like people were saying that he didn't play well like in the game because he had that one drop. But young, he still scored. He still, in my opinion. Like from you know, even with all the extra stuff, he still, in my opinion, like cooked Josh Norman because uh-huh. he put up more numbers than any other receiver that's gone up against him. So, I mean, when it comes down to it, like Odell is the realest receiver in the league. You must not have seen uh, that Pittsburgh game. What? What, what Pittsburgh game? Yeah, what are you talking I gotta about? Get, I got to get Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Brown. Yeah, but this is the thing, Antonio Brown. Dog, Antonio Brown is real. Don't get it. Don't, I'm not. I'm not taking nothing away from Antonio Brown. You can put Antonio Brown one. You can put Odell one A, because he can do everything that Antonio Brown can do. He can get past the safety. He can catch over. He got two better people. hands too. He, can, he got he way got better hands. hands than Antonio Brown. He got crispy. Like I'm talking about, like crisp and juicy route running skills. Whoa, he, whoa. He's the <laughs> <laughs> Now the, now, the one thing I had to say, not, not being a homer because I'm a Giants fan, that I give Odell over, over Antonio Brown is, is simply this. Odell is the only real receiver we got on that roster. So you know he's getting all the attention. On that Pittsburgh that roster, bro, he getting all they, the looks got, too. They, got, they got the burners. Yeah, but he all the looks. But when you getting doubled and triple team, like – on that one play, when we scored that touchdown with Shane Marin, like three players like followed him into the end zone because he's getting all the attention. When you got guys like Wheaton, you got Octavius Bryant, you got guys that are just fast, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to diminish Antonio Brown. I think he is, like you said, like he's real. It's hard to go he's real. Between the, yeah, he's real. Period. He's on my fantasy team, so I know that the family. Yeah, he real. gave me 46 <laughs> points and a loss this week in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I had to give you that L, my bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's hard. It's hard to go back and forth between the two. All right, nah, they both they both nice, Sean. They both got skills to pay the bills. Uh, in other news, now we on to 
a place that, that that's, that's close to home, the NFC East. We've been talking about the Giants. Now we're going to talk about them Redskins. They got a W this week. They beat the Buffalo Bills, who, in my opinion, is some trash. But they still beat them, and they beat Told them handily. Told you. you. You were right, D. You were right. But this is the thing. I, like, I, yeah, I'm so conflicted because I can't get over the fact that they did my man RG3 so crud. Like, I just cannot. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like watching Django or watching like one of the like Rose, Rosewood. Like you just, I'm trying to like like put that out of my mind, but I just can't because it it happened. You know what I'm saying? It happened. So looking at like the success of the team, it's like I'm conflicted because I want to like root for these Bama so bad, but at the same time, I know that they did RD3 so crud. You know, the only thing that's giving me a little bit of like solace is I know that. RG3 will get another opportunity somewhere else and, you know, hopefully redeem himself and his image that they tried to destroy and taint and do all these things to. You know, I was arguing with a bad man at work. He talking about, oh, that's that's all speculation that they did RG3 bad. RG3, it was his play and all. I'm like, no, what, like, what were you? And this is a black brother. That joke almost brought tears to my eyes because I was like, yeah, you don't, you, 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 you no, they don't. Well RG three, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I couldn't take it, dog. I couldn't take it. Yeah, he pointed me out from the plantation, like master. There you go. <laughs> but the team played well yesterday. I mean Sunday, they played well, extremely well. I mean Kirk Cousins played well. I'm seeing him actually progress as a quarterback and because you know, why? It's, it's a positive because sign. Why? Because, because why? they want him why? to succeed. And they put no, him in a position to succeed. No, what's been the difference because. in the last three games? Deshaun Jackson. Doing the f- That's it. D-Jack. D-Jack. D-Jack changes everything. I mean, having a, an explosive wide receiver with hands that can that can get past the defense and open up the, you know what I'm saying, open up the, the underneath for the other players. Like, he does so much for the team. Like, he does so much for the team. And what so, he I mean, get yeah. He de- I mean, he don't get credit for it, no. It's he don't get ball credit skills. Yeah. Yeah. Playing the ball. Bama's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. And, I mean, and he really has, like, I mean, the thing is, I have nothing personally against uh, Kirk Cousins, because I think the Batman's a really good dude. Like he says all the right things. I think he's genuinely nice. But it's just like he let he let like the organization use him as a pawn to like to carry out their their agenda. And he just like you know he just went with it. And I I get it. You know what I'm saying? If, if I was in the same situation, I I don't know if I would act the same way. But you know people want to succeed, especially in the league. And you want to succeed. And if somebody's trying to help you to succeed over somebody else, then you just gonna ride that horse. You know what I'm saying? So right now, Kirk Cousins is playing well. I have nothing negative to say about him. I just need to tell the fans of America that you need to just slow down. Like Bobby Valentino, slow down. If we lose this game to the Eagles, we right back at square one. So until they actually win something, Let's just temper our expectations just a little bit, young. Know, because I'm hearing Batman's talking about we got a Super Bowl-type team, and they just talking crazy. 
I'm like, bro, calm down. You beat the, we beat the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills is some trash. Man, hey, hey, what's your thoughts, Aaron? What's your thoughts on the team and how, how the team's doing? Um, well, my biggest issue, I guess, with, well, my second biggest issue with the media this year has been the characterization of the team is not that good. I feel like outside of quarterback, this is the best roster the Redskins have had since the 1999 team. And I feel like they had the potential to be good if they could get the quarterback, get production out of the quarterback. Um, they've had a really easy schedule this year, and they've had a lot of uh, things fall into place um, for them. But I just feel like that Scott McLuhan did a real good job in the offseason. I feel like they have a lot of talent at a lot of positions on the team. Of course, they have weaknesses. But as far as the NFC East goes, I feel like they're hands down the most talented all-around team. And now that Kirk Cousins has been playing better towards the second half of the year, they've been able to take advantage of, I guess, the things going on with the other teams. And they're at 500 now, which I didn't expect this late in the season. Uh, yeah, I didn't expect it either. I'm, I'm just as shocked as you are that they that they actually have a chance to win a division. Um, I mean, it's been a lot of a lot of back and forth, a lot of ups and downs, but they're still in it. And so, if they win this game versus the Eagles, which they should win, in my opinion, because the Eagles, I mean, outside of their front four on defense, the, the secondary is doo-doo. Like, I could try out right now, and I could play over. What Bruh. You, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the Maxwell? That Bama is trash. Bruh. Like, that Bama is a cracked eggshell. He's He's terrible. Like he can't. Hey, I'm, I'm missing in Bama's Seattle. Slow. I'm missing in Seattle. That's all I know. Oh yeah, but y'all scheme, y'all scheme is 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 cover three. Help him be better. Yeah, he's not. He he. Yeah, he's not a he's man terrible guy. He's definitely not. And they be putting him on the best receiver. I'm like, why are y'all doing this? If they put him they on, they paying him the best Jackson, money. That's why. <laughs> they paid him like a man. Shot. Shut down corner. That's exactly no. why we let him walk, because we knew he was great for us, but he wasn't going to be great for everybody else. Go ahead and get the onion powder, the seasoning salt, all that <laughs> out, because Deshaun going to cook this Bama right off. It's, he has, He's terrible. So yeah, No way they put him on right No way. Oh, yeah, He's too stiff in the hips. No, Deshaun will go for three touchdowns and 180 if they put Maxwell. That's what's going to happen because that's what they're going to do. They're going to put him on Deshaun like like idiots. The thing is, Chip Kelly, this Bama has single-handedly ruined the Eagles team. This Bama, first of all, this week they play Arizona. They got in the red zone. He running Ryan Matthews, and he got DeMarco Murray, who, you know, statistics show that, you know, third and short, this Bama's 100%. And then he just was like, had him on the sideline. They kept going to DeMarco Murray and he wasn't getting in. And I'm just like, he's lunching. He's like, they paying DeMarco Murray too much money to have him on the sideline, especially if he can help them to win games or help them to at least be a little more competitive than they are. But I hope he don't play him this week either. I hope he keep him on the sideline and just keep playing Darren Sproles and Ryan Matthews and keep trying to win with that formula because it's I not mean, gonna work. All- that's all Aaron's favorite slogan, WME. I'm not going to say it, but... W-M-E. I was thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's facts. It's facts. And and, and I and I would say, 
I would say Jordan Matthews, his hands on 65. Bruh. He can't. If it don't hit him in his in his stomach, no home. Bruh. He can't, <laughs> <laughs> he can't catch nothing. That's just the that's just the facts. If he can't, if he they don't hit him right there in the bread basket, he can't catch. Cause his hands is on 65 and declining each game. So I don't know what the, the Eagles are going. I don't think they have a chance of beating the Redskins. I think I mean it is an NFC's matchup and since we play them, like, you know, it's kinda close. But I think the Skins will run away with this one and win it 28 14. 2817, something like that. Um, yeah, and, and Redskins will win the NFC East, which is crazy. So then you're talking about what they're going to do on week 17. Are they just going to rest the starters, or what are you going to do? Do you play your starters? Or I'm saying that, that that's something that people want to talk about if, if we beat the Eagles this week. Now, um, when your first chance to win, oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, let me ask this question. Do the Redskins actually have a chance if they get into the playoff? Is that no. a joke? What are the percentages of the Redskins be? Zero percent. Seattle is not. See, Seattle plays the, the exact way that the Redskins can't produce on offense again. They're not scared playing 15 yards back and letting them do the dink and dunk. Seattle's going to get up in your face and make you make a deci- quick decision and not be able to tell what the coverage is before the snap. And you know what happens when Kirk Cousins has to make a quick decision without being able to see the coverage. It'll be at least mm. two or three interceptions if they play Seattle. Yeah, nah, yeah, that, that man press is gonna be a doozy for Kirk. Kirk does well against uh, when teams run cover three and and, and and run zone and all these zones. He zones. He he eat that up all day. But when they get man press and and the receivers get up in the, I mean the DBs get up in the faces of the receivers and it's it's like mono we mono and then or if he has to he, he, figure out a blitz or change protections, that's when he hit, like the Dallas game. He has those kind of that's when he reverts to his old self. Yeah. So you heard it here first. We got a zero percent chance of winning the game once we get into the to the playoffs. Uh, There's a chance they could beat Minnesota if they have to play Minnesota. There's a chance. But they won't get Minnesota. They won't get. They won't get many. They won't get Minnesota. Yeah, y'all could be so. Uh oh. Turn it to Gucci. Uh. <laughs> so. Next on on tap, and thanks to my brother Shaq Daddy Akil, he passed us on this information. And the thing that's really troubling about this, what I'm about to share, is that it's not getting no press. Like outside of this one, outside of what is it, CBS Sports, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen this been talked about on NFL Network or anything. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, like. If somebody's seen it out there, please let me know. But when I saw this, it says a report. I want to just read the headline. Report. Patriots pay a Brady-owned company run by a suspect partner. So, apparently, Tom Brady is in business with some dude named Guerrero. And they have some business that's, like, uh, affiliated with with the uh, Patriots team. And basically, they're paying that company money 
where Brady has his name on on the books as as a co-owner. So whatever profits that that business receives is is indirectly going into the pockets of Tom Brady. So the reason that is so problematic is because as a as a team owner, you can you can have your player take a pay cut and then be funneling money to him on the back end because you're he's providing a service to the team. And so that cuts the the uh the what is the collective bargaining agreement and and the contract the contractual agreements that they set up. So it's like basically I can take a I can take a lower salary in order to sign a, a better player for our team because I know on the back end I'll get the money through my company as money is being funneled in the company. And the fact that this is like this is not like like unknown news. Like this is like you can look into this, but it is not being publicized and it's not being talked about. And this is this is goes back to the protection for the complexion. Like this is an egregious. Like I don't even know why. Like owners is not like going off and going crazy about this jump. Like is this not? Is, do the teams not care? Do nobody care about this? What happens if you piss off Robert Kraft? Trouble's coming your way. So anything related to the NFL and the Patriots, other teams, they might say something anonymously, but they're not going to come out um, and put their name on anything. Ever. So I'm trying to figure out what Robert Kraft, like, is this Bama, like, like, is he like a gangster? Uh, like, he he got to be. Dog, anytime you can cheat with videos and then keep your Super Bowls, Come on, though. Alabama sold his jersey in college, and they took the they took the Heisman away from this Bama. Like, <laughs> come on, though. Remember to videotape the calls on the other side of the field, and they kept them Super Bowls. What yeah, you was I going to say? I mean, the the guy the guy Alice Guerrero is they call him a, a glorified snake oil salesman. They said the Joker got two uh, cases against him in Utah. He's being sued. He said he took players' money, like $200,000 and just ran off with the joint. Didn't didn't pay the person back. He um So he's basically in business with a guy that is known for bad business. And then on top of that, you got your, so you're an employee and you're basically, you have a bid as an employee and then your employers, injured players, your staff goes to your employee's clinic that he owns and they, they pay him like $200 an hour per session for the, for the players. And supposedly he was, um, the, the, their, their specialists or their doctors tell them the opposite of what the, the Patriots doctors and trainers tell them to do Remember all the years when they were saying how Tom Brady was such the, the team player, he was taking a pay cut so they could have a better roster for the Patriots so they can compete mm. and continue to win championships. But yeah, of course, because on the back end, his business almost has like a contract with the Patriots. So they could easily funnel money through that and say he was treating players, even though he may not have been, who knows, to easily give him more money on the, on the side. And I, I don't see how, like you said, how this is not getting any type of publicity. And this is the same Bama that got Donald Trump in his locker. So, 
It's a pattern here oh. with Brady. Dog, this joint is so egregious. Like, it's this is such a conflict of interest. I'm like, I'm just like appalled, dog. Like, I'm appalled. That's I'm an like, SAT dog. word, dog. I just can't understand. Let's see how much salary cap space Goodell takes from them. Right. Like he took from you guys. Yeah. Settle. Settle. I mean, he ran a slick game. Slick game. All their injured players go to that clinic, to that to that sports facility to get treatment. All of them, for the most part. So at $200 a clip an hour for treatment, I mean... That number adds up real fast. This Bama's cake. He's cake. And then the and then the Bama that that's he's a partner with, this dude Alex Guerrero, is actually on the sidelines with the players during the games. Almost like he's a team doctor. And they what? asked Belichick, like, why would you allow this? And he was like, It's Tom Brady. How can I stop what you know who he wants to bring onto the field? So dog. If it was crazy. Robert. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if it, if it, no, not just Robert, dog. Cam, Gina, any anybody, anybody with it with it with a, a dark darker pigment hue. Even Sam they, Brady. They, they wouldn't let it happen, dog. <laughs> they would not let this happen. It would be all over the news. They'd be talking about it on every radio station. Every every yeah. media outlet will be talking about this. The fact that this is getting no coverage, like no coverage, is it is unbelievable. Like I think we the only like outside of this article, this is the only where I've seen it. Like we might be the only people that brought this up. And I and I and think it's sad. perfect timing with, and it's the perfect time with the whole Odell thing because it kind of covers that up. It kind of masks this whole thing that's happening in the background. That no one's paying attention to. What's surprising to me with like a lot of New York being so anti-patriot to not even hear anything coming out of those outlets tells me that there's more behind this as far as a cover-up or kind of hush-hush issue uh, that meets the eye. Because usually if something happens in, in New England like that, you'll hear all the New Yorkers talking about, see, this is their cheaters. Yet. I haven't heard anything like Harold said. Nothing. Because they're not talking about it. So they don't know. I don't think they even know. Because ESPN is not broadcasting it. Fox Sports. No one's broadcasting it for people to even know what's going on. Nobody's talking about this. It's it's almost it's almost so like like crazy that it's not being talked about. Like I almost look at the article like this jump might just be a hoax. Like it like it almost <laughs> feel like a yeah. it almost feel like yeah, a hoax. Choir or sports like, or something. Onion yeah, onion like sports. Hoax, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cause nobody ain't nobody talking about this jump. Like hold on, bro. Like is this a real story? Like is this man a really a real dude? Is Alex Guerrero type dude? Is he real? Like is this just made up? Somebody just you know cause that's just how it's being portrayed. Like nobody's talking about it. It's not not being made known to the public. Um, I don't know where Kill found this jump. He live in Florida, so I don't know. Like, I mean, it's on a, ma- a major media outlet, CBS Sports, but I don't know. Was it on the front page? Did you just stumble upon it? Nah, it, it, it like popped hidden? up on Facebook. It popped up on Facebook. That's how I found it. Man, if I, I, if if they're not 
if Brady and them, you see, and this is the thing, because it's like kind of lag and there's not a lot of talk about it, I wouldn't be surprised if Goodell called Kraft on the back line and was like, hey, bro, we're going to try to hold it off as long as we can. Get your, get your books in order. Like, get the chips in order. Like, make sure that his name has no affiliate. Like, like scratch it out. Do what you got to do. Whatever. Like, and then, you know, because they know that it's coming down the pike so that they can fend it off. You know what I'm saying? The allegations and all that stuff. But, I mean, it is what it is. Nothing's going to happen to Tom Brady, even if it is true. They're not going to suspend them. They're not going to suspend the team. Like, they should, like, bump draft picks. Bump draft picks. Them Bama should not be allowed to play no games. They should take the whole team off out of the it should be thirty one. That's, that's exactly what I was saying the other day is that if if programs in college had this many allegations against them, they get they <laughs> get the I forget what it's called, the death penalty. Where they like SMU got the death penalty because it just kept on having allegation after allegation after allegation and infraction. But the Patriots are riding high and continue to ride high. Like, there's been no significant knock against them that's caused them to lose any kind of momentum. They just roll from one cheat to the next, and it keeps on going. And no, at least and on this one, it doesn't sound like Belichick's on board. That's that's the only thing I can, I can be happy about with this, is at least it doesn't sound like Belichick is on board with this one. And honestly, I don't think Belichick was on board with the last one. I think he was a little pissed off. About uh, the situation with Tom Brady and the uh, the flake dick. Yeah, yeah I don't think he knew about it either. I don't think he knew yeah. about it. Yeah, no. I, I mean, yeah. This the the league is is this is just there's another Aaron. Just go ahead and tally it up, dog. Another reason why we should not watch football at all. Just like, check I the uh, check the Black Sports 980 chat. I put exactly the theme music you need to play during this uh this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I just can't. I can't get like this. Jones is, yeah, no. I'm like, yeah. if this was the Redskins, this would be all over the media right now. Believe what? Me. What? If this was the Redskins, bro. If this was the Redskins, bro, they'll be talking about like forfeiting the whole season, forfeiting all our wins. Oh, let it have they been. Be- um- Cam Newton and them undefeated season oh, or something like oh, this. Oh, yeah. oh, it would have yeah, never yeah. left the news. It would have never the wins, left the news. They didn't took the wins back. Bro. Definitely. They they, first of all, they would they would have suspended whoever if it was Cam Newton, they would have suspended him effective immediately. He'd have until been the investigation was done. Until the investigation was done. Until the investigation was done. They'd have took back Earth yeah, they I, I can't even like these Bama's got a side business <laughs> linked to the team. Yeah, that opens up every that opens up everything. That opens up everything. And the closest like you can thing pay I, me. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Aaron. The closest thing I can remember to this is you remember back in the day when Kevin McHale was with the Timberwolves and they gave Joe uh, Smith that secret contract off the books where they only paid him like a million dollars, <laughs> but he was getting fifteen million a year off the books they fired the GM immediately and voided the contract like you can't just pretend like nothing happened and investigate like somebody gotta go and they're not gonna get Tom Brady off of the Patriots you know that yeah cause the NFL already said we see yeah. nothing wrong yet no I'm gonna well, tell they, you what's they got a black eye from the foot from the play gate they got a black eye from that so they're kinda 
part, making sure they got their ducks in a row before they do anything. No, but this, but this is the thing, young. What do you think? Like, if I, I'm thinking about like if I was a player in the NFL and I played like DN or like D tackle or something like that, and like just saying this Bama just got the cheat code on the whole system. Like, I know it's career suicide if I spirit a Bama and just dive like Odell Beckham did and just try like hit, like rip, like concuss him. But I, you you would think like players would target Tom Brady, like he would be a target. Like, you know what I'm saying? A dirty shots and stuff like that. Because the Bama is just, like he epitomizes cheating. Like the whole team is like the epitome of a cheater. Like that's what they are, that's what they do. And it's like everybody just accepted it. The league owners, everybody just like, okay, like we just accept it. Like, and, and I'm telling people, even with the deflate gate jump, like Roger Goodell knew all along that he wasn't gonna like miss no games. He just had to show face and make it look like he was going after Tom Brady to like keep keep peace with everybody else on the outside to make it look like he's all stern and against stuff. Come on, man. People get suspended for games for a lot less. Anything that questions the integrity of the game. It's not even about the footballs and did they have bearing on the game. It's about doing something that could potentially have or or be close to the integrity of the game. And they, they ain't nothing happening this Batman. This Batman went to court two times with, with the with the team lawyers and, and high five Batmans outside and took pictures <laughs> and then and then came back and played all the games. They tried to like sell us Garoppolo was gonna start and all this other stuff. Man, this is a whole, this is a joke, man. It's a joke. It's a joke. And the joke makes me so angry, but I can't stop watching football. Like, I, I just can't. Like, I mean, they just, they, they got us now. They got us. They got us, you know. So after that, that, that somber note, we got more news that's somber. Uh, Tyron Matthew, he done for the season. Knee. LaShawn McCoy, he done for the season. Knee. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt, he done. Uh, I don't know what he hurt. I don't know if it's knee or not. But the uh, Patriots, they picked up Steven Jackson. Man, where they get the money for him? They just... These maps. Terrible. I think he might so have Steven a, Jackson. Yeah. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. <laughs> You said what? Nah, go ahead. Nah. He done. He's Steven done. Steven Jackson is finished. He's done, though. He's done. But, I mean, they brought back Corey Dillon that one year, and he had a, a serviceable. Yeah, it wasn't like this. Steven Jackson. I think, yeah, I don't. I got, I got some question marks about Steven Jackson, too. That's a little side note. But, uh. Some Odell Beckham question hey, marks. Bruh. Yeah, Odo 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 E B. Uh, what was the, what was the other Bama who who uh, got kicked out after three weeks in the NFL? Michael Sam came out. Yeah, yeah, I got some Michael Sam question marks. Um, but uh, Peyton or Osweiler debate rages on. Now, Peyton Man is coming closer to being fully healthy, and he made it clear that he don't he he's not gonna be no backup. That's what he said. I'm not not trying to be no backup. What do you do, coach? What do you do? You play Osweiler. Osweiler's been balling too. He's looked good. Not in the second half. He have. They haven't scored in the second half in three weeks. That's true. What, what you think, uh, Shaq? 
Osweiler, Peyton. Who are you going I with? I mean, just off just off Aaron's point alone, you got to go with Peyton because second half, I mean, that's when you got to score your most points. You can't score and just try to hold on for dear life. Their defense is good, but going into the playoffs, that's not going to be good enough where you score enough points and try and hold on for dear life. They're, he's not scoring points against teams that are potential playoff teams or not playoff teams. So when you're playing against guaranteed playoff teams that know that this is their last game of the season, it's a different element. So you can't you can't go in there playing 50-50 ball. It's got to be 100%. So Peyton, you know Peyton is clutch when he's healthy. So is he healthy enough to play and be clutch? That's the question. But you got to play him to try and find out. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. You got they got a uh, Cincinnati next, which is a tougher opponent. Uh, they just they just lost to the Steelers, so now they're going to play Cincinnati. They need this W. They need this W. So, um, I mean, I guess you go with Osweiler one more game, and if he's able to beat a tough team in Cincinnati, I mean, you kind of got to rock with him because I mean, for the most part, even though in the second half he hasn't been scoring, but when Peyton was in that jump. He was looking like trash. And I mean, people say it was his foot. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he been on the steroids or something while he been off. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. So that's a tough question. I mean, for the for the coach, he got to make a decision. I mean, you got to, I, I don't know what you do. You it, it almost, it's almost uh, like a double-edged sword. You know, if you go with Osweiler and he, he, messes up, then they'll be like, you should have won with Peyton. You go with Peyton, if you, he messes up, they'll be like, why you ain't stick with Osweiler? He was doing good and he's younger and blah, blah, blah and Peyton is done. Like, so I, I just don't even know which, which way is the right way uh, with that situation. Um, as we come down to close close to the end of our show, well, who, has anybody got any Super, Super Bowl contenders? Have they changed yet? Still got Carolina in the chip? Arizona's tough. They got a squad. They 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 come ready to play each and every week. And as long as uh Carson Palmer stays healthy, I think we gotta I we gotta see is. how much we gotta see how much losing Matthew affects their defense though. Because one player yeah. makes a huge difference sometimes. So him being uh Mr. Do it all, they lose that component. They they're secondary, I mean they have Patrick Peterson, but who else do they have without Matthew? So the, so I didn't know they had DJ Swearinger until this this past game too. I was like, oh, because he was out there jump striking. So I mean, he helps. I mean, at least you got somebody back there that's serviceable. That but he can't you know cover. has. He's a box. He safety. can't cover. He is a box safety. I mean, he will. I mean, if you you want to stop the run, he can do it. You want to stop the pass, uh, you know, good luck. So. We'll see how it changes. We'll see how it changes. But I feel like their offense is, is high-powered enough where even if they get in the, into a game with, you know, they give up some some scores, that they can score They can score right along with them, you know, with the weapons that they have on the offense. Um, I mean, I, outside of them, I think the Steelers look like they, they, they want to go to the Super Bowl this year. I think they have the team. I think offensively, they have the weapons. Defensively, no, sir. I think they're playing. So- <laughs> this, this, this is the thing. The defense is not good. But I feel like this last game when they played Denver, like the offense gave the defense momentum. And 
sometimes in a playoff game or, you know, games that are big like that, if you can just get your defense, like, hype, like, you know what I'm saying, and get that momentum, you that might be all you need to carry you through, um, you know. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if we see them at, the, at you know come February in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now I have a Seattle has a great chance because they've been playing they, lights out football for the last have. like three four weeks. They've been dominating, so they got a great chance. No comment. Go ahead, Young. You can wrap your mind up, Shaq. You can wrap. No, no hey, comment. Look. I don't. Magic. Oh, I'm see, not gonna say it. Child. I don't I don't know. It's not magic. I just don't like to overtalk my team. That's all it is. If we make it, so be it. But I just we've been playing, like you said, lights out. Um Doug Baldwin's on fire, Russell Wilson's on fire, but Tyler Lockett don't front. Yeah, Tyler Lockett too, but I mean all I can say is I'm really happy about how Doug Baldwin's been playing. So he's finally becoming the weapon that I thought he'd be able to be. Mm. The system's finally letting him do that. But uh, I, without without Marshawn or without a, a running a solid running game, um, those those playoff games they get tougher. So Russell, he, it's like it's, he's got magic in his pocket right now. I don't know how long that's gonna last because. This, this five game streak is like a record breaking streak for them and it's, it's only you can only go so long with a record I, I just I'm afraid that it'll run out at the wrong time that's, that's why I don't want to talk about it I'm just worried it's going to run out at the wrong time you say right now Marshawn gone this is it he ain't coming back he ain't, he ain't bringing him back he's done nah we ain't, got the, we, ain't, we ain't got the money to bring him back especially with Thomas Rawls playing the way he played he showed he right. could be he was like fourth in the league when he went down he was fourth in the league in yards when he went down with the injury, and that was playing not starting the first half of the season. So he showed he can be the running back we need him to be as far as getting yards. But I don't know. It's going to be tough losing Marshawn because that's, that's the personality in the locker room. He's a leader, even though he doesn't seem like he's a huge leader for us. So it's going to hurt yeah. to lose him. As far as the money goes, we can't afford to bring him back. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, I mean, definitely the uh, landscape of the team is changing. Without Marshawn, it's going it's going to change. I mean, you need him. You're gonna need him to come back this year and really help you out if you're out to make a, a deep playoff run because you know you need sometimes the games. You know, offensive passing wise, you know, people got the jitters and things just not falling in place, and so you're gonna need a strong running back, strong running game to like help yeah. balance that out. Even so, even if it's just to keep the defense honest, like you don't have to. Just knowing he's out there helps because it helps to keep the defense honest. Like I don't know if we can trust Kristen Michael to be keeping the defense out of the box type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the box and let the let the receivers go loose. Because if, if they don't have to, if they don't have to stack the box for the run at all, and they know they can play eight men deep, it's not gonna help us. Yeah. So I mean, you want Marshawn. You have Marshawn healthy. You want Marshawn. Definitely. Um, so now, only thing that's left. I mean, final final words tonight. We got Wizards. They won the other night. They beat Sacramento. Sacramento, some trash. The Caps win big the other night. Seven goals at New York. Um, 
I mean, that jumped like a football score, 7-3. So they scored four in the second and two in the third and one in the first. But this is after they were down in the first 3-1 in the first the first quarter, um, the first period, I'm sorry. And then they, they came back in the second and scored four goals, and then in the third they scored two. And the Cavs is just cooking, young. I know Aaron brought it up last week. These Bambas are frying. They got the best record in the league. Um, and they nice. They just nice. I mean, right now they're the best team we got in the area. Um, hopefully they'll be able to sustain it throughout the course of the season. But if you know, I would like to see it. You, you, Aaron, you looked up the uh, the cost for the um, for the tickets. What were they looking like? Yeah, that's when I nullified that idea. That more expensive than the whistle. <laughs> 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 that's the most expensive ticket in town, man. That's the most because they they root for the caps, 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 caps like it's nothing, man. The, anytime you go down Chinatown on a caps game, you see nothing but red, white, and blue. Like everybody's down there. It's ridiculous. I, I remember that from passing through a couple times. It's worse than when you go to any other game in the city. Yeah, well, they they deserve all the all the support because they 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 fry, they fry. So uh, this week, I think what's what's the game Thursday night? Is there a game Thursday night? Yeah, I think it's the Chargers and the Raiders. The Chargers. Oh, nobody want to see that dog. I don't want to see that, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then y'all play Saturday uh, night. It's like Thursday. Thursday. Thursday is Christmas Eve, too. Any uh, Christmas Christmas plan? Nah. Staying local. I know Bama's credit cards is hit this year. Punished. Man, <laughs> got the family, got the kids. I'm trying Oh no, man! I, I try to get I try to get past Christmas without spending anything, and then just like, you know, do the New Year's because you know all the New Year's Day sales and all that stuff, and try to get people gifts like retroactively, like the league do with punishment. That's what I try to do with like my gifts and buying gifts, and stuff like, <laughs> that, like on the back end. So we'll, we'll see, man. But y'all y'all doing food with the family? What you doing, Shaq? That's it for me. Food and family, man. Food and family. Food and family. Aaron, you cooking for the family, or you you just ride rocking solo? I'm not cooking. You put the treat. I'm not buying anybody anything for Christmas. You put you put the you put the tree up. Negative. <laughs> I'm not celebrating the Caucasian Christmas. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man, well, 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 Tyler, listeners, don't forget, you know, the reason for the season. We not, we not. Uh, I, I think we'll, I think being a missus, we going on Christmas Day. We're going to feed the homeless, do some stuffing for the community, and really try to help out, do some stuff. For people are less fortunate, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's all about like getting stuff and we're trying to get back and do for others. Um, I got some stuff that, I've been meaning to give you too, to uh, take. Okay, yeah, yeah, bet, bet, yeah. Uh, we'll take it all. We do, you know, cold drives, all oh, it's clothing drives, all that stuff. So uh, we'll definitely, you know, take uh, anything you had to give. We'll give it. Uh, with that said, that's the end of our show. 
Uh, you can follow us at Black Sports 980. That's B L K Sports 980. Uh, I want to do like a giveaway or something like that. We we gonna have to think about how we can do a giveaway or something, you know, uh, to get get our listen our uh, listenish listenership up. Do something young, like maybe I should just put a picture of like a, a bad youngin or something like that, and then why not we just start following? Like you know how the spam jumps get you and then like hit you to like follow mm-hmm. you. And then you hit on the jump, then they go to all the, then corrupt your host, your whole phone up, because you would click on the jump, like, what is this? So we might have to do that, you know, <laughs> get back to follow us. Uh, yeah, but that's that's it. We, we still on Instagram, at BlackSports980. And that's it, you know. We still going out Saturday? Yeah. yeah. That's off the record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who's going on anyway. I'm going outside. Be warm on Saturday. <laughs> seventy-five degrees. Seventy-five degrees. That's what it's supposed to be on Friday. Seventy-five. So I'll be all day, but yeah. You know what? Huh? Nah. I said it doesn't even feel like Christmas, bro. Cause the weather's so warm. I know. Man, no. Don't even talk to me about that. Don't even talk to me about that. Oh, it's hot and on here, man. You don't even feel it. It don't even feel like the season changed at all, man. It sucks so bad. That's not yeah. good. That's what I'm saying. You can go to the beach, chill. I don't want to be in no damn beach, man. It's Christmas time. I'm going to get a beach. <laughs> no. No, kill. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, right, yeah, so we're gonna take we're gonna take Christmas Eve off. We'll come back on next week, Tuesday. We'll just chop it up. Anything we miss we'll we'll talk about. So enjoy your your Christmas. Merry Christmas, fellas. Merry Christmas to the people out there in the streets. Um have a happy holidays, all that good stuff. Happy Hanukkah. Um, what's the other jump? Kwanzaa, yeah, happy Kwanzaa. What's the other jump? Is there anything else? It's only one thing. It's Christmas. That's it. December twenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see y'all. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak. Fine, see, you do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak. How does that do feel? Not. How does that do feel? Do 